0: Hello, you're listening to the One Thing Today podcast with Michael Nobbs, a regular nudge to remind you to live gently and to take one small step each day to move your creative life on just a little. The podcast is brought to you with the support of its patrons over on Patreon. And if you would like to support the ongoing recording of these podcasts, then please visit patreon.com forward slash go gently, we will discover how you can receive podcast extras, 20-minute work sessions, vlog posts, and even a personal podcast sent directly to you each month. Thanks so much for listening, and your support would be very much appreciated. Here's today's episode. I hope you can hear me okay, my washing machine is whirring away in the background but uh, yeah I thought I'd say hello. Uh, Hello (laughs) I'm Michael Nobbs and this is episode 1611 of the One Thing Today podcast. I've just come downstairs to pour myself out my second cup of tea of the day. It's just after 6am and I've been awake since a bit before five. I came down a little earlier and made a pot of tea and I've just been sitting in bed writing a letter and yeah I thought I'd come down top my tea up but also I thought I would start to make a loaf of bread and since that podcast I sent out a couple of podcasts ago I think about slow bread making I thought I'd experiment with intentionally uh, making a slow loaf of bread this time last time it sort of happened, which was rather nice. But this time I'm going to well, just see how slow <laughs> I can make this loaf of bread. And hopefully in perhaps a little over 24 hours, there will be a loaf of bread. And I'm going to add a little bit to this podcast at each stage of the bread making. So this is the first stage in which I'm just basically gathering the ingredients, the dry ingredients, and putting them in the bowl. And I'm going to leave them while I have my tea and for a little while this morning and then I shall come and uh, mix them together and uh, leave them to rise but I'm going to leave the dough to rise in the fridge just to see uh, how much it does rise between when it gets kneaded in an hour or two and the second kneading which I'm hoping to do uh, this evening so that in the morning I'll have a loaf or some dough uh, in the tin ready to go in the oven. So I'm just gonna gather the ingredients. Okay, the first ingredient is my bowl of oat pulp that's left over from making some oat milk. And this is the reason I have started making bread again because I started making oat milk. And every time I make oat milk, I have a bowl of oat pulp left over. And I can't just bring myself to throw it away, though apparently it makes really good compost, but I just can't bring myself to throw it away. So initially I was practicing making some peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies with it, which worked quite nicely. But then I started uh, making bread again. And I do love having freshly homemade bread. So it's been a good um, nudge to start making bread. It does mean the bread making process is a little bit different. Um, It needs a lot less water. So this isn't technically a dry ingredient because it still has some of the moisture. Um, So it means I need to add a lot less liquid when I come to mix the bread together. It doesn't need very much. Always always add a little bit more. So I add a little and then see how, how, how well the ingredients come together. And if it needs a bit more, I can add a little bit more. So to that, I need to find my bread flour. So I'm just mixing um, the slightly wet pulp into the flour so that that it dries it out so that when I add the yeast to this dry mix it won't start reacting until I come back later and uh, add the liquid. Right so that's flour and oat pulp. I'm just going to add a pinch of salt to that A sprinkling of sugar and then the magic ingredient which is the yeast the dried yeast i don't know how long i've had this yeast. I imagine it's a couple of years. I wonder if this one got bought around the time of the first lockdown but it lasts ages. I'm about, well they're about two thirds, three quarters maybe, down the tin and I've got got a a special teaspoon that I only use for yeast because it's slightly smaller than than a conventional teaspoon and I use almost a full teaspoon, but not quite. So again, it's sort of it's sort of intuition a little bit. Oh, the washing machine's starting to get noisy, I'm sorry. But I think we are actually about there. When I come back to this, I shall add a little bit of olive oil uh, to this when I add the liquid soap, but I'm going to leave this just as the dry ingredients. For now so there we are I'm going to pour out my tea <laughs> before the washing machine gets really noisy it's working up for a fast spin I think I shall say goodbye for now and I'll be back a little later to to start kneading or to add the liquid and start kneading the dough I shall see you shortly started without you, only just. I've just added a little bit of water to my dry ingredients. I'm gonna add the oil as well, a little bit of olive oil. I'm just in from seeing the chickens and having a little bit of a potter in my studio. I put the finishing touches to my notebook yesterday evening. So I was out there this morning, sticking a couple of things in there that I found that well found their way to me really, uh, which felt quite relevant. So it feels really good to have to have the notebook, and I think I probably said as soon as I as soon as I started setting it up, I felt much more inside the fifty days. I'm hoping that feeling will last. Today is actually the last day of the first week of my 50 days. I can't know if I've said in one of these podcasts or not but my retreat weeks are 10 days long so there are are 10 five-day weeks for this this retreat and yeah, end of the first one already, which feels very odd. It hasn't actually been the easiest week. I'm uh, f- finding things a bit difficult this week. Often when I have a retreat like this, <laughs> they don't go as expected. Um, so I've sort of learned just <laughs> just to go with it. But yeah, I've had a I've been not feeling great this week, and I do think I mean, it's interesting. So stepping back into recording. The one thing today podcast i sort of expected i'd be sort of picking up from where i left off and that would be the link somehow between the last podcast i made and these ones i'm carrying on with but actually i feel very linked to when i first started making the one thing today podcast and i suppose that's because I was focusing on tiny steps at the time. The podcast itself was a tiny step or one thing. And I feel very linked. I feel very linked to that at the moment. That's what I'm thinking of. And also it's meant that I've re-engaged a little uh, with social media, particularly Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, I'm not sure about how I feel about that. Very quickly get back into that uh, urge to check to see if anyone's liked something I've posted and then when I do that, I'm very caught up in scrolling through to see what's there. And yeah, one or two things I found quite difficult to see, but some of things actually I found quite inspiring as well. So yeah, I don't know. In fact, the, the two quotes that I, <laughs> that I printed out and have stuck in my, in my notebook this morning or both uh, on Instagram, uh, one was a, a tick at that hand quote posted by someone called Hobo Artist. Dan Price, who is one of the people that uh, first inspired me to start drawing, which I suppose also goes back, also goes back to the very beginning, which is interesting. There's a lot of revisiting the past and uh, yeah, it's very, it is very interesting. The other was by someone called Alice Strapleton, who's a television presenter here in the UK. Uh, he's also a Buddhist and he runs a website, which he started up during the pandemic called mind springs I think in which he runs online retreats yoga sessions meditation sessions and also i think he's about he's starting some real world retreats as well so I've been following him a little as well so yeah they both had something quite inspiring yesterday which I saw so I've got you know many ways, I'm glad that I (laughs) I looked at Instagram yesterday. But it is very interesting how quickly there is that urge to look and scroll. The urge to check to see if anyone's noticed what I've said. And then uh, this this, this scrolling that goes on. So yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, whether I'm going to carry on with that. I particularly, feel uncomfortable with Facebook, so I don't know if Facebook I'm going to keep using and looking at, or looking at at least, but I don't know about Instagram. I jury's out a bit. But also, and it's quite a big thing, is realising just how much work there is involved in in making the, the One Thing Today podcast, editing and, and posting. And then if I do decide to put something on social media, there's, there's that aspect of it too. So I noticed the last podcast I posted, it was the thing I focused on all day and it used up my energy for the day doing it. So that's, that's something else to, to take note of. So yeah, I wonder in some ways whether I've bitten off a bit more than I can chew for this retreat. I don't know whether it really <laughs> makes it a retreat. But I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry on and just see how things work out. Ooh, it's quite warm here with the oven on. I've got some breakfast in the oven. I've got some potatoes, some tomatoes, a couple of mushrooms and some free sausages, <laughs> which I'm really pleased about. When the delivery came at the weekend, the delivery driver noticed that these sausages were nearing their expiry date and so he gave them to us for free which was lovely. I should add they're not meat sausages so I'm not, I wouldn't, not as worried about them being at their expiry dates they would have been uh, when I ate meat. I don't think I would have eaten them but uh, they're pea protein which is much nicer than it sounds. So yeah and I'm gonna have have all that with a slice of the loaf of bread I made a couple of days ago and either a George or Louise egg. So I'm really looking forward to that. I feel the need of a substantial and comforting breakfast today. There, I've not even been talking about the kneading. I've been kneading all the time I was talking to you. So I have a kneaded lump of of dough. Now normally what I do with this would be to cover it with a tea towel, put a tea towel under it and then rest it on top of the heater for an hour or so maybe. And then I'd knead it again, put it in the tin, put it back on the heater, let it rise for another hour or so, and then I'd bake it. What I'm going to do today is cover this with a tea towel put it in the fridge, and just as an experiment really, to see how much it rises in the next probably 10 hours or so. And I shall come back to it and maybe let it warm a little bit, and then I shall knead it to put it in the tin. And then put it back in the fridge overnight and then tomorrow morning I should bring it out again probably need to leave it on the heater for a little while to rise a bit more and then I'll bake it so I'm hoping that tomorrow morning I should be telling you about a finished <laughs> a finished loaf of bread but I should be back this evening to give it its its, its second need and uh, put it in the tin I'll find the There we go, let's put this back in the fridge. It's in a glass bowl on the top shelf, so I can eat it. The fridge is on top of a freezer, so it's sort of at eye level. So I can easily open the fridge and check on its progress. So it's 12 minutes past nine, so I was kneading that for about 10 minutes, and I feel quite excited. <laughs> at the prospect of just peeking into the fridge every now and again today, just to see how it's doing. I'm really interested to see how much it does rise, but I will let you know. So I will talk to you again a little bit later. Well, it's just after half past six in the evening and I'm here for stage three of this slow bread making. I've just about uh, greased and flour the tin for the dough. I got the the dough out of the fridge about ten minutes ago, maybe, and I just stood it on the heater just to warm it a little bit. But yeah, it's risen really, really well today. It's been really quite exciting. Just going to the fridge uh, every <laughs> every hour or so, watching it get bigger and bigger. So it's more than doubled in size. Though it does feel. Quite chilly and solid. It's a different experience <laughs> to warm up as so I needed, of But it's a different experience uh, working with, with cold dough than it is with warm dough. I shall warm it up. So what time is it now? 8.30. So 1837, so 6.37, so five minutes. That's a little bit longer. But yes, I've had a really nice day because it's sort of been contained but within this bread making, which has which felt really lovely, actually. I felt the most relaxed today. I felt at any time during this last um, week, 10 day week of my of my retreat. So it is, it is rather nice having a little, I can call this a project, a little project on the go, I suppose some birds getting a bit cross in the garden. ounces ounces gone out. Haven't had much of that. I think I was telling you about uh, some blackbirds that were nesting, but uh, were getting very upset when the ounce was out. Uh, they seem to have, Well, hopefully they see they fled to their chicks, but they've certainly abandoned the nest. There was no sign of chicks in it, and the nest seemed intact, so I'm hoping there was a successful outcome. So there hasn't been, I was only thinking this morning, that uh, there hasn't been the kerfuffle. Every time an ounce goes out, But I wonder if some other birds are nesting nearby. I'm not sure who that is that's making that noise. But yes, it's interesting how I don't know, the idea of a of a project, even a small project like this feels um, well, feels good. The other thing about having the bread rising in the fridge every time I, every time I open the fridge it smells of of um of fresh bread. Now the dough is starting to warm up a bit. It's still, it's still quite cold. Just let's bring in the flour right every now and again. I think this probably counts as exercise. Uh, poor bird. Oh, I can't actually see out now. Maybe he's not interfering with anybody. So yes, I've had a nice day today. I've rested a lot, but I had a couple of naps. It's actually quite a long one. A little bit of drawing, quite a bit of colouring. <laughs> colouring is something I'm really, really enjoying at the moment. Colouring in. And yes, I wrote a letter this morning as well to a friend, so it feels. Well maybe it's that's also why the day has felt good, because there's been a little bit of activity, but sustainable activity and it's sort of been enclosed in this bread-making. There's been a little bit of of purpose to the day. I knew that I would would come back here this evening and just do a little bit more to this loaf of bread. I ran out of oat milk today. I have to make some more so there'll be another, another batch of oat pulp to make into bread. Or maybe, maybe I can make some more peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies. In fact, I can't, I haven't got enough peanut butter. That can be something for another week. So I can think of another sort of cookie to make. Ooh, I'm working a bit of a sweat doing this. I think, I think the dough is stiffer because it's cold. It's it's, it's definitely more work. In fact, right now I'm using two hands, and I usually just use one. And yeah, so a bit <laughs> of a sweaty brow. <laughs> a little bit more flour. How long is that? Been? Actually, that's been about seven minutes, I think. Can I see how much? No, I can't see how much recording time, but I think, I think it was 1837 when I looked, and that was 1844, so. I'm a little bit more kneading. I do have a bread maker and you may be asking I don't make this in the bread maker. And I did try when I first started having the oat pulp left over and decided to make bread with it. I did put all the ingredients in the bread maker to let it do the first mixing and rising. But because as I was saying earlier, the the oat pulp is moist, it changes the amount of liquid needed. And it was very difficult to judge in the bread-making machine, how much it needs. I suppose I could mix it in a bowl and then put it in the bread maker, but actually it just doesn't feel worth it. So I've abandoned the bread maker. But I do, I mean, it's there's something really nice about making bread by hand. Oh, one more minute and I think we've had 10 minutes which is twice as long as I normally need at this stage. One more sprinkling of flour. Okay, there we go. I think I'm just going to decide that's done. And then I just need to put it in the tin. Sorry, that's very noisy. There we go. So I'm going to cover that up. in the fridge overnight and I think I'll when I first wake up tomorrow I'll bring it out and let's stand in the living room for an hour to to warm up a little. So I shall see you in the morning. Good morning it's about 10 to 7. I'm sitting on the sofa and I've lit the fire and I've got a tin of dough sitting by the fire. It didn't rise as well as I would have liked in the fridge overnight. So I washed out of the fridge at about 5am this morning and I lit the fire and I've had it sitting next to the fire it is I can just see (laughs) the the top of the tea towel is starting to to rise a little bit so so the dough is obviously pushing against the tea towel so it is it is rising but I'm going to leave it a little while I'll check it I'll check it at seven and see how it's looking it's been really interesting uh, doing this because yesterday I was really enjoying being in the process of making the bread and it being a long a long process or, you know, a, a process that filled the day. So something that sort of um, punctuated my day or my day was contained within this idea of making some slow bread. And I think I said yesterday evening, I had a really nice day yesterday, uh, but I've noticed this morning when I've got up and I saw the bread hasn't ri- hadn't risen very much I suddenly felt this sense of urgency and I don't know where it where it's come from but this feeling like I wanted it done I wanted the bread in the oven and and, and baked and so I can make a podcast or finish the podcast saying that the bread's baked and oh isn't it delicious and yeah this sort of need to finish and that hadn't been there at all yesterday it was just the process so I don't quite know what that's about but it helps me see that I enjoy being in the process of doing something much more than nearing completion or at least I don't handle nearing completion so well. And I can see why that working on small projects, how exhausting that can be because always wanting to, to get something done. And I can see when I'm coloring, I can see the same, the same thing happen. I think, oh, I am just gonna finish this bit. So actually I purposely stopped colouring something yesterday because I wanted to be in the process of doing it rather than rushing to finish it. And the drawing was for a letter for a friend and I decided to send her the unfinished drawing, not not coloured, not completely coloured, because it felt, it felt good to not finish it, to not rush to finish it. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't... <laughs> No conclusions around that really, just just noticing it. One good thing about lighting the fire this morning has been that I've put my kettle on top of it and I've made this pot of tea, the one that I'm just gonna take a quick sip of in fact, so it doesn't get cold. I've made this pot of tea from water I boiled on the stove and that is a slow process so i've been sitting and waiting for that and i think that's helped me slow down i think it's helped me see this feeling of or feel this feeling of urgency around finishing the loaf of bread and the nonsense that that is really it doesn't need to be finished it'll be finished when it's finished and that is sort of the point of making a slow loaf of bread not to have it done i think i said yesterday well i'll have a loaf in 24 hours and when I said that, that felt like a huge expanse of time for making a loaf of bread in, but maybe it wasn't quite enough and somehow decided it had to be done within the 24 hours or sowing the seed for the idea that it needed to be done in the 24 hours, added added a pressure. So I suppose I'm saying this, I'm thinking this My thoughts out loud really, but I suppose that's about deadlines, isn't it? And creating a deadline there is this argument that if you make a deadline, something gets something gets finished, but actually, it certainly takes the enjoyment out of it. But I wonder if it changes the nature of the thing as well, uh, by putting a pressure on finishing it, getting it done before it's ready. Perhaps something is missing, and perhaps potential is lost. The potential for waiting and seeing Uh, what would happen if we waited a little longer. That's not the same as not being in the process, stepping outside the process, stay in it, you're engaged with it. So it's not procrastination, it's not putting it off, it's staying with it until it feels right. And with a loaf of bread, it's a very visual, (laughs) it's a very visual indicator when the time is right, when it has risen, and when it's ready to go in the oven. Uh, And it won't be a good loaf of bread, if it's pushed and maybe i don't know maybe another time just leave it in the fridge until it's ready i don't know i don't know that could be interesting as well so maybe it takes 36 hours or 48 hours i don't know okay well uh, i'm gonna finish this podcast at this point with an unfinished loaf of bread though i will take a photograph of it to go with the podcast (laughs) But I'll leave this as my last entry. And I quite like the idea that the bread is still rising. It's not finished yet. But it will be. But it will be. I hope you're having a good day. Maybe you can let something take as long as it needs. Have a lovely day. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye.